This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and it's my intention to ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper, and hopefully my guests are prepared to answer them. On today's show, I am joined by an absolute powerhouse couple of Australian TV comedy. Actors, writers, and directors, these two do it all. They're responsible for the shows The Librarians, Very Small Business and Upper Middle Bogan, as well as their newest show, which you can watch on ABC or iview right now, Summer Love. Welcome to the show, Robin Butler and Wayne Hope. Hello, Johnny Leary. Hello, Johnny. Hello, you two. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So nice to have you on the show. Very exciting to be here. Now, tell me, Summer Love, episode one has just gone to air Mm -hmm. on, on Wednesday night. And it's on for the next how many Wednesdays? There'll be seven more Wednesdays. Seven wow. more Wednesdays. And then obviously, you know, catch up on iView after that. But we're going old school. We're dropping it old school. Oh, excellent. Week so it's, you're not dumping it. You can't binge it. You wait seven weeks and binge it. Yeah. But hopefully you're watching it week to week. You, you watch it week to week and then you want to binge it. And then you might watch it again week to week. Using iView. I mean, there are so many ways that you can watch it and rewatch. There are lots it. of ways, but mostly we were put off by the word dump. <laughs> so we just to, to work on something for so many years and then have it described as a dump just wasn't for us. So it's weekly. Yeah, I, I understand that. I wouldn't <laughs> like my work to be described as a dump either. <laughs> but th- tell me about the show. Well, it's an anthology series set in a holiday house, and every episode, someone different hires the house. And they experience some kind of version of love. So it might be platonic love or romantic love or sisterly love. We just collaborated with a whole bunch of different creatives. And said, you give us your version of what you'd like to talk about. Which episode is, is the episode that you wrote? Who is in that episode? Are you in that episode? We are in that episode. So the episode is called Marion and Eddie. I think it's number four in the okay. in the series. And uh, we're the kind of 50-something represent. Um, <laughs> so we, we're talking to the, uh, the ABC Heartland, I think. Yeah. It's a double booking. <laughs> we, we, wrote a, we wrote a classic rom-com. It's a double booking. Nice. Marion and Eddie do not like each other and end up, spoiler, kind of oh, liking each I other. Oh, I see. So they're not a couple no. booking out the no. accommodation no. to be a couple. No. They're two single people. That double booked the same holiday accommodation. I yeah. like it. Nice. It's really yeah. fun. When's the last time that you acted together? The librarians, maybe? Really? Yeah, probably. Wow. Is. I had the tragic ponytail and the librarians and shaved the top of my head, and no one in my family would talk to me for three years. <laughs> How fantastic. Wow. Oh, that's not. Nice. Well, that is a nice kind of homecoming. You, you two getting back together and. We getting on ball. screen together. Yeah, we had an really absolute fun. ball. And so did one of you direct that episode or did both of you direct that no, episode? No, Nina Buxton, who oh, okay. was, who's 
had been part of our Gristmill family, she uh, she she directed that and did an incredible job. Excellent. Mm. I didn't right. listen to anything she said, but apparently... <laughs> she, was she there? I think she was there. I kept asking for coffee. That's embarrassing. Mm. The one yelling action was... Uh, that was her. Probably. That makes yeah. a lot of sense uh, now. I think yeah. I did that too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, on this season of the podcast, I've been asking my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? I like the idea that some people have and some people do not have a Darwin's tubicle. Excuse me, what? A Darwin's tubicle. Um, Wayne mm, has I'm a little... i my ear into has, view now. He has a little lump at the top, the very, very top of his earlobe. Should get that checked. Oh, yeah. And so does our little girl, Emily. She has that, and that's called a Darwin's tubicle, and it's pure genetics. Wow. And some people have it, but if you have it, somebody in your family should have it as well. You've right. got it from somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's a dead giveaway if they don't. Can of worms. Can of worms. Yeah. Oh. Um, but so I it's love... a little bit at the top of your ear yeah. that's sort of where your your elf point would be yeah. if you had pointy it ears, is, right? It's a little pre- and, and some people's are very pronounced. You can see yeah. as soon as you see it, you know it. And now once it, once you, you can't unknow it, Johnny, you can't mm. unknow it. Because once you see, you look at someone and you go, Darwin's tubicle, Darwin's tubicle. Yeah. And yeah. it's be- it's called a Darwin's tubicle? Because the, everybody has it Darwin? in Darwin. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're right. No, you're right. It is after Charles Darwin. No, it is. Yeah, probably. I think, I think in his whole, you know, biology, working mm, stuff out, mm. I think he went, that, that was part of one of his, one of his, uh, well, it's a little bit like earlobes and the, the kind of disappearingness of, of those. Because the, the attached bit or the non-attached bit, is that the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah whether you've got so, a little flappy bit or not. Uh, I have, I'm quite joined. You My, are not. I don't really have earlobes Lobes. proper. You are. You are. I'm lobeless. In fact, if you took away your head, you would just yes. have, your ears would be a heart. That's a good yeah. point. If you took away your face, yeah. your ear, that, that would just be perfect. If I just joined my ears together, they, yeah. yeah. Listeners can't see yeah. this, but I'm digitally doing that now over Zoom via Photoshop. <laughs> and it looks It's a gorgeous, gorgeous, really gorgeous oh, nice symbol. heart-shaped ears. Yeah. yeah, very sweet. Well, I like that. I, I really like that Thank little you. bit of trivia. Thanks very much. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Robin Butler and Wayne Hope. All right, let's get into the questions. Question number one, here we go. Good Morning Baltimore is the opening number to what musical set in 1962 that follows the exploits of teenager Tracy Turnblad? Wow. Wow, what a Tracy question, hey? Tracy Turnblad. Well, she needed following, didn't she? I feel um, like that's going to be a man. 
I don't feel like oh, it's Tra- Tracy no, as in... No, you're incorrect already. First, <laughs> straight out of the gates okay. and staring. It's a big gate. slap yeah. in the face. Uh, Tracy is a lady character. 1962. 1962. It's set in 1962. Oh. So it wasn't created in... It's not a 1962 musical. Oh. It, let me tell you that it is a musical which is based on a movie that then got turned back into a movie, a musical movie. Would it be in the Heights? Oh. I've said that like I'm not really saying it, like I'm not talking to Johnny. No, you're not. And no one's here. I'm pretending that I'm not here. This is on mute, so this is just just speaking behind your hand. in the Heights. Well, well, I'll let you know that it's not in the Heights. It's not in the Heights. You're barking up the wrong tree there. As far as I know, in the Heights is not... Set in 1962. Yeah. See, well, that would require it would require two things. It would require me would, knowing what In the Heights was about. Yeah, and and also what this musical was. So I yes, mean, it would, it would, and also I, the name Tracy Turnblatt In the Heights. Do the Lin Manuel Miranda yeah musical doesn't no it do, it do, doesn't quite Turnblatt roll. isn't <laughs> Turnblatt really doesn't, doesn't sound yeah, Latino, the surnames does of, doesn't no. sound Latinx, no. no. Following the life of Tracy, was it, this musical? Yes. I haven't seen it, to be honest Has it been on in Australia? Well, good question. Thank you. It is currently on stage at the Regent Theatre in Melbourne. Okay, I think I do know what this is then. Would Rob Mills be in this? Millsy is in it. Millsy's in this. As is Shane Jacobson and Todd McKenney. Yeah. Do you know what this is? This is Hairspray. This is Hairspray, yeah. Hairspray the musical. Yeah. Very well done. Ah. Well, you gave well us done. a giant clue. I give everyone giant clues. That's, okay, that's well, that the name of the game here. Better. Good. So it was a, a musical that's based on the John Waters that's film. That's right. You know, where, it was a Broadway musical, and then they made the musical into a movie starring John Travolta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in a drag role. So Shane Jacobson is, the, is playing the John Travolta role, which oh. is a... The mother of Tracy Turnblad. Okay. Got it. Have you seen you it? Go. You haven't seen it? I have not seen it. This no. time around. I refuse to. <laughs> I, I don't really. <laughs> firm, firm, but fair. Okay. No, he just doesn't like the Regent. It's not the musical. It's, it's just, the, it's so drafty. It's the cloakroom at the Regent. It <laughs> drives him back. Oh, they just don't have the room for the cloaks. Question number two. In what year did China formally conclude its one child policy? Now you've got a multiple choice. Do you need it? Yes. Are you not? You're not instantly familiar oh, Wayne, with. Oh, you took an in. You took a breath in. Sorry. Were you going to have a little guess before you get the? Do you want to ha- have a guess before I give you the multiple choices? Okay, I'm going to say it, it's as late as the nineties. Okay, here are your choices. Mm, that was fantastic. Is it A, 1993? Mm-hmm. B, 2007, or C? 2016. Yeah, I was going to say the no, in the 2000s. Were you? I was. What was this, that 2003, did you say? 2007 and 2016. Not 16. They ditched it earlier than that, I'm sure of it. Um, I feel like we were still talking about it beyond just the two 1997. Of us. <laughs> when will they give this up? Let's take this up. Let's tweet it because it is not fair <laughs> and those billion people can use a little leg up from us. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, when you say it like that, you make it sound like we never discuss global politics. <laughs> That's clearly not true. Mm. Do you know when it started? Did it start? Um, when things started getting bulbous out of over hand. there. <laughs> And they looked around and went, getting away from Jesus, them. So I can't get well, the it, it kind of is when it started getting out of hand. Their population was rapidly approaching the one billion, the one billion mark. mark, which was 70s. Exactly right. Yeah. The um, late 70s, a voluntary program was announced in 1978, which encouraged families to have no more than two children, with one child being preferable. But the policy's official start date is considered to be September 25, 1980 when the Central Committee of the Chinese Communist Party published a letter to the party membership calling upon all to adhere to the one-child policy. But when did it end? I think it might be the 2007 then. Mm. I was listening to something today that they're in all sorts of trouble now because of that policy, because they've got an ageing population Mm. uh, rapidly and they need to service them all. They haven't got enough young people anymore to, to fill all the jobs. Yes, Which and makes... particularly they don't, in particular, have women oh. because, you know, it was... The one a, child was... was selective. Yeah. Yeah. So it became very skewed towards having a male child. Okay, we're going to go with 2007. 2007, please, okay. Johnny. 2007, I'm afraid, is incorrect. It was 2016. Was it really? Yeah, even more recently. Yeah. Wow. So wow. The... Be in your bonnet about the, the 90s. 90s. Yeah, I know. Mm. I'm generally about 20 years out on most you things. You are. You are. That is fair. <laughs> All right. Mm. Question number three. Mm. What word, starting with J, is used to describe a measure for alcohol used in cocktails? Ooh. A giblet. No, a jigger. A jiggery. A jig. A jiggery. What is that? The little, is it a jig? Pokery jiggery. A pokery jiggery. <laughs> I don't think it's pokery jiggery. I think that's no, genius. You, you a jig. Extremely jig. close. A, jig, a jigger? Yeah, a it's a jigger. A jigger. It's a jigger. Mm. It's a jigger. Yeah, do you know what I'm? What it is? Can you describe it? A jigger? Mm. Well, it's a feeling, really. It's, you know what, it's kind of like a polka, but it's, it's more knees. <laughs> Yeah. More uh, Yes, it's, it's, it's those double double ended um, shot glasses. Shot yeah, kind yeah. of yes. two different sized cones or yeah. you know, stainless steel cones with unequal sized opposing cones in an hourglass shape, which was patented in eighteen ninety three by Cornelius Dungan of Chicago. Well Cornelius would be very happy to know that I reckon those things come out once a year mass produced. For a Father's Day present. I know. Yes. You get uh, yeah, that they and will then be. they load up in the drawers and nobody ever uses them. Well, you only ever use them when you go, how do you make a, a Smithton yeah. Captain? And you go, oh, we need, we need to get the official measuring <laughs> We need 60 mils out. of this That's and, right. and, and you 30 get, of that. And, and then yeah. you have to Google the jigger, how much yeah. is in each side yeah. of the jigger. Yeah. 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 A jigger. Yeah. Do you know where the name comes from? Jigger. Well, yeah. it sounds like something that you jiggle. Oh, you... <laughs> But do you jiggle it? I don't just know. You'd, you'd be spilling if you jigger. Yeah. If you, it's going to be well, steady. Well, I'm not quite sure. What, where, where does no, it No, it from? either comes from the British Navy and the term used for their ration of rum, which itself was named after the smallest mast on a ship with four masts, or it comes from thingamajig. Oh, oh. can so, you grab me the thingamajig so I can... Yeah. 
give myself and a, a hit of whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, grab it. Grab the Quickly. thingamajig. Grab that uh, thingamajig. The, yeah. The yeah. Digger, You're digger. nervous because you want a grog, so you just blurted out anything and it stuck. Do you think anybody who wants the drink so desperately is asking for someone to hand them the measurement? Yes, because I need a small measure. <laughs> there Love you go. It. Okay. Love it all. Love. All right, question number four. Keith Hollyoak, Robert Muldoon and Helen Clark were all prime ministers of which country? New Zealand. Is exactly correct. Do you have any uh, wonderful stories about oh, any of when, them? Oh, when we all got together that time. Remember that? Great dinner party oh, guests, the three of them. The trans-Tasman get-togethers, we called them, unimaginatively. Uh, oh, we chat about Air New Zealand. And <laughs> <laughs> that was it, really. They really tried to promote it. <laughs> all right, question number five. Sancho Panza is the personal attendant of which fictional character created by Spanish writer Miguel de Cervantes? Uh, Don Quixote. Don Quixote is the right answer. I just banged that in. Yeah. Mm. Over to you. Did you know that, Wayne? No, I did not. No. No, no, I did not. Why do you know that? Uh, Oh, I read it a thousand years ago. And Cervantes. I know that Cervantes wrote that. Yeah. It's kind of the only thing, like when you hear Cervantes, you, you go, yeah. well, Don Quixote, right? Yeah, that's right. I couldn't finish it. I really enjoyed reading it. Yes. But it's... <laughs> Except... It's the, extreme, the like it's massive. It's like, it's, I, it's the Moby Dick thing. For yeah. Me, I, you know, I'd, I'd started Moby Dick so many times, going, no, this time I'm going to read it. But I have this eternal problem now that I have read... I'm very well read. I've read so many books. I can't remember anything. Oh. I am not kidding. I mean, unless it's something <laughs> yeah. like, even Jane Eyre, which I would have read ten times, uh-huh. I still have to go, hang on, what's the order of that? How, how does that happen again? Like, yeah. I can have read something and go, well, that changed my life. Yeah. That changed my life. And ten years later, someone can say, what's it about? And I go, um... It's about... I'm not kidding. Does yeah. that happen to you guys? Absolutely. That happens to me. Alison, my partner Alison, is reading or has just finished A Fraction of the Whole, which is written by a friend of ours, Steve Toltz. And I read it when it first came out many, many years ago. And she keeps saying, oh, what about this bit? Mm. And I go, no, man. No. I have no <clears throat> idea what, it, what it's even about, who the characters are. Yeah. Or I yeah. one step further. I can't remember characters in shows that we've written. <laughs> no, that people say, people will come up to us and say, you know, oh, you know that scene from the something or other that you did, and I think, no, I, I don't, I don't know don't. what you're talking yeah. about. No, and I do think that we've only got so much available RAM on the hard drive. Mm. And we're, we're dealing with so much. Like if we make a new show, if you ask me about anything in Summer Love, I can tell you exactly what that is. Yeah. If you ask me something about Little Lunch that we made seven years ago, I'm like, yeah. no, can't remember that. Give me an hour in the Dropbox and I'll come back to you. Yeah. Well, you don't need it, do you? You don't. You except, don't, I mean, except, you know, when we do this quiz, when which is, doing you know, quiz, yeah. and, that's, when and then this. I really need it. You got it right anyway. Had I asked you mm-hmm. what is the name of the personal attendant of the fictional yeah. character? No. 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 Nothing no. There. Sancho Panza wouldn't have been in there? No. No. Well, it's a good thing I didn't ask the question that way. 
All right, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Robin Butler and Wayne Hope. We're up to question number six. Toronto is the capital city of which... Canadian province. Oh, any any province. ideas on this one? Well, Do you know how many provinces there are in I Canada? Don't, you know, and I'm usually well, Ontario. Ontario is the first thing that comes to mind for me, and it may be the only Toronto. And I feel like I've seen that together, but maybe it's just because there are O's and R's and T's. That's what you would follow. <laughs> And ends and, as well. And ends. ends and T's and O's and R's. And that feels yeah. like some kind of song that I'm about to like. Ends and T's and R's and O's and O's and T's and R's. Is that the only one that you uh, that you can remember? Quebec. That and Quebec. It's not New, Quebec. Newfoundland. Is that is that a, 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 a province or is that a different country? Am I being that super is... offensive to everybody? No, not at all. You 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 are naming Canadian provinces. Calgary is in in a province called. Mm. And anyway, that was the end mm-hmm. of that sentence. I yeah, think we should okay. go for the Ontario. Ontario. I think you should. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Because that is correct. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. The one you knew uh-huh. is the is the correct the one. one. And yeah. maybe it is the O's and R's and T's and N's. O's and R's and T's and N's. That's a, a good way to <laughs> remember it. Now, I told you there are 10 Canadian provinces mm. and three territories. Oh, no. Ah. Yeah. Do What's you, Vancouver you, in? What is Vancouver Ottawa. in? Ottawa. Oh, yes. Another one. There, you've got another one. There you go. Hang on. Ottawa. No. Oh, you're wrong. Not- Ottawa's oh. not one. Oh. What did you say? I said Vancouver. Where's Vancouver? That's in British Columbia. Oh, oh yeah. I did yeah. know that because I say Vancouver, BC. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver. But it's not the capital of British Columbia. Victoria is, is the capital of British Columbia. Oh. Well, there's Alberta. Oh, yeah. That's where Calgary. Yeah, yeah, It is, indeed. Winter Olympics. But again, that's not the capital. Do you know the capital of Alberta? (sighs) Yes, there's another one now. Starts with E. Edmonton. Yes, correct. Mm. Oh, you're good on you. Canadian. Canadian. Oh, yeah. Had a crush Mm. on someone in Canada for a while. That helps. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's Newfoundland and Labrador. That's so cute. What about Border Collie? <laughs> That's my dog. Uh, no, that that is not one of no. the uh, provinces of Canada. And St John's or St John's, I, mm. I wonder which they use. Mm. Would they say St John or St John? They may say St John. Maybe it's a half and half. Maybe it's a castle mm. castle mm. situation. <laughs> yeah, mm. you can tell if someone's from St John's. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Rockmelon or Cantaloupe. Yeah. There is Ontario. Which is t- Toronto? There's Quebec, Nova Scotia, oh, New yeah. Brunswick, Manitoba, British Columbia, Prince Edward Island, and 
Saskatchewan. Oh, oh, I have heard of that one. Are the two that, that I haven't mentioned. And the three territories are the Northwest Territories, Yukon, and Nunavut. Mm, I With all those delicious I knew names. Nunavut. <laughs> <laughs> all those great names. You'd be pretty peeved if you just were from Northwest Territory. It's yeah, a bit plain Jane, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit yeah. plain Jane. Sorry to all the yeah. Janes out there. I just. <laughs> all right, question number seven. Which planet is sixth farthest from the sun? Okay. All right. Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have a mnemonic for remembering no, the, the, the planets? planets? No. No. Do you? Well, I do written down in front of me. But, oh. <laughs> but I thought you, you know. Jeez, it's I, been a while since primary school. It's been a little while. So I, don't, I, I can remember the planets, but not. Okay, Saturn is further out. Oh, Jupiter, yeah, that's what's Jupiter's way a big one out yeah, but, there. Yeah, yeah, But coming back, yeah, coming you've back. got to go. Yeah, listen, my eyes have glazed over, so I'm, I'm doing everything I can here <laughs> <laughs> to stay focused. Mercury something, Earth, Mars. Uranus. Mercury, Uranus, isn't it, up there? I reckon Uranus is up the back end. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Wayne, your your joke is also correct, which yeah, makes it, it even funnier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you knew as soon as planets were mentioned. Um, <laughs> Earth, Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Uranus. Oh, Saturn's in there somewhere. Pluto is not Pluto's a planet. Pluto's not a planet anymore. So I've forgotten the question whilst I'm doing the list. <laughs> I'm looking for the sixth one. Neptune. Neptune. You reckon? No, I don't know. I'm literally guessing. I... (laughs) Literally throwing something at the wall and seeing if it sticks. You seem to have... You went in this with with gusto. I hit it with mercury. You really? And then I knew that. Yeah, yeah. You got the first one. What about... Planet number one, Mercury. Yes. What about... Is it Jupiter or Venus? Venus is isn't Venus quite close it to Earth? It is one of those. I, I think Jupiter is. I think. Venus oh no, is, it's not. Sorry, my my mistake. It's Sorry, not, it's not either of those. It's, it's not either of those. It's close to the end. So, so, you do have the answers in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have the you advantage. just you've, oh. <laughs> you really uh, you you were you, distracting me with your. You've trashed um, your own brand there. I have. Um, I really have. Okay, it's not either of those. Then it's Saturn. It is Saturn. There you go. Let me double check. Yes, it is Saturn. There we go. Saturn is the sixth farthest planet from the sun. So the mnemonic that, you know, some people learn or use is my very easy method just shows us nine planets. And that's if if Pluto Pluto is still still a, uh, a planet. If you're not counting Pluto as a planet anymore, you can say the other one, which is many very educated men just screwed up nature. Oh, that's, oh, that's it's pointed. pointed. It's more, pointed. Like that? more topical. Yeah. So Mercury, Venus. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was getting mixed up with. Mm. Yeah, wow. good. It's been a long time mm. since uh, I manufactured a diorama. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well done. You got me in the end, even we though I there. threw you off with the, right. with the wrong... I don't think you had anything to do with it. I don't think you, we can lay any blame at your feet Well, good. Whatsoever. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. All right, question number eight. Which Australian cricketer 
has announced he will play for Sydney Thunder in the upcoming Big Bash League season after nine years out of the competition. Okay, I understood about two of those words. I think nine and years was familiar. <laughs> you, you're uh, not at all interested in uh, the game of cricket? Look, I, uh, no, I don't follow the cricket. I can park myself if there's a test match on and watch an hour of it. Just mm-hmm. be but kind of mesmerised by the pace of it, but... I'm not a follower of the game. And no, you, you don't don't enjoy the Big Bash League format, the 2020 format? No, I've never, to, to be honest, I don't think I've ever watched a complete uh, version of that. I remember going out to VFL Park and seeing the early days of uh, the, the one-day internationals with the West Indies and Australia. Uh-huh. Okay. That was the short game, which is now the, the mid game. I I used to watch a lot. I used to I used to be very into the cricket, but I haven't I haven't followed it. Were for... you dating a cricketer at some point? <laughs> like no, Canadian, Canadian The Canadian cricketer. <laughs> no, no, believe it or not, when I'm from Sydney and I used to tap myself off to the SCG by myself. I like really? the cricket. Yeah, like yeah, the cricket. yeah. I really do like the cricket, but I just life got in the way and it is funny if somebody in the house doesn't sort of get into it you know you tend mm. not to do it in the same way sort of jab at me yes, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. um so but my mum is an avid yeah, she loves it. follower could oh. i call her Phone a friend. and ask well, her well you can pretend to call her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hello that's that's not as much talk as my mother would do and you know that in answering the phone does your mother do that does your mother when, does anybody else's mother, when they answer the phone, have to give a five-minute description of where they were when the phone rang? Yep. Yes. I love that. that. I, I was my... in the kitchen because I was doing that thing, but the phone was on the lounge and I had to get over there. I go, I don't care. I do, when did this become a thing? This is not a story. Because of the stupid mobile. At the landline, it just never prevent, presented any sort of discrepancy. Never... You just went over and you picked up the landline, but now there's this yeah. full description of where I was. I can't, this. and I guess it's all predicated on the, the idea that I care, <laughs> that I care it's where true. she was. And it's similar to the park. What park I got? I got a good park. Oh, I was approaching. I, I went this way, which will oh. be of interest to you. It's not of interest. We were said we were yes. going to meet and then we we're going to do something once we met. Yeah. The, That's the, more the domain, in my experience anyway, that's more the domain of the father to talk about where the park where the car is parked i think it depends on who's driving my dad doesn't yeah. drive anymore <coughs> and we, i think your mum and i your mum and my mum <laughs> love the chat love the i mean chat about I the park. Can, can we say that your mum if she has to park somewhere new will do a recce a couple of days beforehand oh yeah 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 oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've told you this is have i told you about when my parents came down f- for the birth, for Augie's birth, no, no, I don't think they so. got like an Airbnb not far from us, around the corner from us, and I didn't have my driver's license at the time. I was still on my L's when Augie was born, so I drove Al to the hospital. She had the baby. I drove home, <laughs> and then a couple of days later, when my mum and dad, or maybe the next day actually, when mum and dad were going to come and see the baby dad was going to come with me as the licensed driver and i was going to drive the car and you know we organized it for him to meet at our house at some particular time that particular time 
swung by and he wasn't here. And I was like, hmm. It's very unusual for my dad to be late. Mm-hmm. So I was calling, calling, and of course the phone wasn't answered. So I thought, oh, well, bugger this. And I hopped on my scooter, my Vespa, and I dashed around to where they were staying. And there he is out on the balcony just ha- enjoying a cup of tea. And I looked up and I was like, Dad, what, what are you doing? I thought we were gonna, you were going to drive over to, to my place and we were going to hop in my car mm. and go and get the thing. And he went, oh, no, 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 uh, no, I couldn't, I couldn't move the car because I'd, I'd got that park. <laughs> and it was right out the front of the Airbnb. And he didn't want to move it because he didn't want to lose the park. <laughs> So instead, I went and got a second helmet and he hopped on the back of the Vespa and I brought him back around to the car. Just crazy. I think there are a whole lot of people out there nodding their heads right now because, yeah. But I kind of know the area you live in and if to be fair to him, if he did get a good park, Mm. I kind of get it. Yes. You wouldn't want to give it up. That is true. And narrow streets. Yeah, very, very difficult. Yeah, very dicey. But yeah, well, that's that. That was my dad. Now, where 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 did we get to? I think we got. We're, to... we're still on question eight. Oh, we're all it? that to say no. that um, you haven't answered question eight, which is which oh, Australian cricketer, cricketer oh. has announced he's going to play for the Sydney Thunder after not playing in the Big Bash League for nine years. Okay. And I'll tell you this: he's only yeah. ever played three matches in the Big Bash League, having scored. 101 not out for the Thunder in the tournament's inaugural game. And then he got a duck in his second and then a 50 in his last in the 2013-14 season. How did he get an invite nine years later? Is no one playing the game anymore? They went, anyone (laughs) at all won a match. No, he's a test cricketer. He is a test cricketer. He is an Australian test cricketer. He's an, he's an opener. He's a he's very handy with the bat. I, the, you he's know how you just broke the runs down? That was not a clue, Johnny. That wasn't a clue, no. That was not no, a clue. That was no. just that something was just, you um, said. A clue would yeah. be his full name. <laughs> a clue, what about his initials? They yes. are D.W. David Warner. Dave Warner is the run right oh. answer. Yeah. Well done. See, I, it's in my... It's in there. It's in there, there. swimming yeah. around there. somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, yes, done, David, all the best. Hope you can get something... Stronger than those three outings. <laughs> well, 101 not out is pretty good. Ducks. No, no, he got a duck in his second. A duck in the second. Okay, okay. Sorry, it was cricket. So uh, <laughs> Question number nine. What is the only human body part that can't repair itself? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Mm. Oh, oh, I thought, teeth. I thought oh. they were... Hair. Because teeth, if you've got a sore tooth... Uh, yeah. You can't grow... It's well, got to come out. It doesn't get better. But hair, if you've got a split end, that just grows out. It too. grows out. Mm. It won't repair itself. Oh, the organs do, don't they? Oh, no, doesn't the... Well, skin repairs itself very nicely, very handily, <laughs> if you ask me. The liver doesn't after a while if you abuse it enough. Oh, but you replant a little bit of liver in someone and boom, it, it regenerates. Comes That's true. Yeah, no, I, mm. I reckon it's teeth. teeth or hair. Why would it be hair? Well, because your hair, because I already keeps, said it. I already said it. But you said it regrows. Well, it grows from the scalp, 
but it doesn't grow from the base. It's dead once it's once it's. But that's grown. why it's growing up the top end. It's just it's you know if you kept a nice short haircut, you wouldn't have the dead end bits. It would just be nice growth from the top. You're making no sense at all. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, you, you are correct. It is one of those two. Look, it's it's teeth for me. Is it? Yep. Yeah, it's teeth. Mm, okay. It's teeth. Your teeth don't repair themselves. No. No. No, they Which don't. I no. learnt with. No. Uh, I've got a twelve thousand dollar bill to, to improve it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I had to have root canal some oh. years ago. Oh yeah. Because Jesus. teeth don't repair themselves, and yeah. I neglected yeah. to uh, get them repaired mm. well, until yeah. it was too late. Yeah. Very well done. Thank you so much. Question number ten. The final question. Woo! Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. The flags of Italy and Hungary both comprise which three colours? And there's bonus point. For naming whether the stripes of the Hungarian flag run vertically or horizontally. They run horizontally because the Italian runs vertically. And mm. we are talking about green, mm-hmm. red mm-hmm. and white. Green, red and white is exactly right. Correct. Very well done. And, and you're right also that the Hungarian stripes go horizontally do you know the pantone color you know how they have uh, yeah. mm. words for yeah. for the color on the hungarian flag mm. those colors are tomato mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. and fairway <gasps> fairway wow. fairway like a, nice. a golfing kind a golfing of grain. yeah hmm. and the mm. italian one it is no it. longer tomato Pomodoro. It, it, it used to be known as tomato, but now the, their red is flame scarlet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yes, of course it is. Mm-hmm. They have bright white I'm in the I'm surprised middle. it wasn't Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari, Ferrari red. Yeah. yeah. For the Italians. Uh, bright white. Bright white and fern green. Oh. Yeah. But up, up until uh, 2006, that's when it changed, okay. it was golf green. Cloud Dancer for the white. Wow. And Tomato. Yeah. I would have loved to have been in earshot of the meeting when... Mm. Can we just discuss the Pantone colours of the flag for a moment? I think we are embarrassingly old-fashioned right now with Tomato. There would have been a giant committee to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Would have been a huge committee. All right. We need to take one last break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Robin Butler, Wayne Hope, thank you so much for doing the quiz. It's It's been an absolute pleasure having you both on. You're very welcome. Thanks, Johnny. It's lovely to see you and talk with you once more. (laughs) And (laughs) my listeners can catch Summer Love every Wednesday at what time? 9 o'clock. 
ABC. 9 p.m. on ABC and thereafter on iView. Who's the second episode? Because the first Next, episode was by Patty Bramall, Bramall and, and Harriet, Harriet Dyer. Dyer. Yep. And then the next episode is by Miranda Tapsell and James Colley. Excellent. As real life husband and wife team. Again, we're on a roll of husband and wife teams. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I can't wait to watch it and I'm sure my listeners will all be watching it as well. Excellent. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Thanks Johnny. Johnny. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, why don't you go back and listen to the 98 other ones I've recorded? Which brings me to the fact that next week I will be celebrating the 100th episode of this podcast. I've had a great time making this podcast for you and I really appreciate the feedback some of you have given me via reviews on Apple Podcasts or when you've left messages to go along with your supporter contributions. I know that some of you listen while you're doing the dishes on Saturday night or while you're out walking the dogs. Many of you listen in the car and lots of you listen with family and that really makes me happy. It's never too late to leave a review or make a contribution and it's always appreciated. Thank you to my guests this week, Robin Butler and Wayne Hope. Watch their series, Summer Love, on ABC on Wednesday nights at 9pm. Quite a few of the writers and actors from the series have been on this very podcast. Thanks to Cindy McDonald for another great quiz. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.